Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about lesser-known music by lesser-known artists that we believe are as good, if not better, than that in the mainstream, with chats and banter, with guests and hosts. No guests this week, I'm afraid, just two hosts, myself, Richie, and Ema. The music in which you can hear behind me currently is an exceptional sonic experience by Purportive. Unity, track lands April the 30th, so this is a bit of an exclusive. And is today's intro.
and welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. I'm Emer here with... Richie. And we are about... All about, we are all about lesser known artists and music and talking and talking about music with lesser known artists and giving a spotlight to those who we believe are as good as people in the mainstream media, if not better. Not easy, this is, is it? my introduction. <laughs> <laughs> and I am finished now. So, Richie, how are you? I'm good. Uh, listeners might note that things are a bit different this week. First off, we haven't introduced a guest um, for the foreseeable future. We're not going to have a guest on every episode like we always do. We'll probably have the odd guest here and there, maybe. Um, yeah, so no guest this week. Fingers crossed. So, yeah, that, that, we, we changed up the, the setup, the layout. It's not no longer the head-to-head. We're just bringing less and no music that we like. We're going to listen to it, you listen to it, and we're just putting it out there. We'll have the wild ding, Ema, ding. Ding. We, uh, we'll also have a wild card at the end because that never stops being fun. And we will also be playing one of our interviews uh, from Artist of the Week. There is no intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. Go! Go! But yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, anything else to add? Ema, how are you, Ema? Hello! Yes, I am well, thank you. Um, excited to try out this new format. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I agree. It's going to be awesome. Mm. Yeah. Do it. Anything to bring, Ema? Any news? Anything, anything fun? Any interesting facts? What have you got? Well, it's funny you should mention that because, Richie, I actually have prepared <laughs> something. <laughs> um, and I prepared this on the 13th of April, so, will we be, so, uh, so we will be going with that date. And I haven't thought of what to call this. I'm thinking um, a walk down rock and roll fame or um, I don't know. Anyway, so this information was taken from thisdayinmusic.com. And so I'm going to set the scene Abbey Road Studios, April 13th, 1965. It's evening time, it's brisk, and the air is cool. And inside, the Beatles are recording Help, which John Lennon later admitted to Playboy magazine. It was a subconscious cry for help. Um, honestly, and as well, like if the chords weren't so jaunty um, and they were in a minor key, the song is actually really sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and uh, there were oh, actually a lot should of. do that. Uh, so you should do that. Do a cover I of it and that. change it to minor keys. Oh my God, I'm going to do that and I'll send Why back over for that? this interview. <laughs> Sorry. We can actually do that. I can I can record like the, the course or something in a minor key and then we could like cut to that after I say it's actually sad. Yeah, make it kind of That'd psychotic kind of as well. Like someone's really going out the head. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> of experience okay so there were a lot of releases april 13th um of various years maybe it's a lucky date in 1971 the rolling stones brown sugar was re-released on their own label rolling stone records in 1973 bob marley and the whalers released catch a fire on island records which is now regarded as one of the greatest reggae albums of all time uh, April 13th, 1973, David Bowie releases his sixth studio album, Aladdin Sane, which is a pun for a lad insane. So maybe he could do the help cover. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> April 13th, 1974, Elton John skyrockets to number one on the US singles chart with Benny and the Jets, while the US album chart sees Paul McCartney's Band on the Run at number one. April 13th, 1979, Tin Lizzy releases their ninth studio album, Black Rose, A Rock Legend. And April 13th, 1982, wasn't as lucky for David Crosby. He was arrested when police found him preparing cocaine backstage in his dressing room before a show in Dallas. Bloke. Yeah. He puts the blow in bloke. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. And that's a few things that happened on April 13th. So there you go. Those are, thank you for that, Emma. I was thinking you're calling. No, my pleasure. I think it maybe be called Rock and Roll Recall. I quite like the um, the uh, the one you said before. The um, me- was it Rock and Roll Memory Fame? Oh, a trip down Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was, memory that was, Fame. That was, that was, I like the play on words. Yeah, that was quite that good. Was I like that. Thank you, thank you. That was my first choice. I'm going to make a note of that. Put a little star beside well, it. Okay, which one you like the best? To go away and sort out a jingle for it. Ooh, I think a walk down <laughs> rock and roll hall of fame. There you go then. On with the show. What, uh, Ema, On with the you, show. I think you can bring the first piece of music if you like. I would love to bring the first music piece. Piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy, is it, podcasting? It is not. Um, a lot of thinking and talking at the same time. Uh, <laughs> so I am bringing um, Charmaine Devike. I hope I'm. Re- I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. Okay, let me start again. Um, Charmaine Devay, Radio of None. I'm too much to end the loneliness. Let roam your bones. Your bones leaking in the night. You look outside I saw it in a dream In a dream
that was Charmaine Devay with Radio of None. Uh, Charmaine was born in Montreal, Canada. Uh, she's the founder and lead singer of a cutting-edge Canadian punk band formed in Vancouver. They toured extensively across North America. Uh, so she's had a really cool and incredible journey in the music industry. And she's a fantastic musician. She's very interesting, a great singer-songwriter. So please be sure to check her out. Um, and I love her style. I think it's quite 70s-esque uh, Janis Joplin kind of style and great storytelling. I agree. This is, um, they didn't, she didn't, doesn't feel very punk. It feels very 70s. It feels very the, uh, the uh, hippie era, 60s, 70s. I don't really know what to say about it because um, I've listened to it once, but it's a good song. I like it a lot. Cool. Yeah, I, I like that song a lot. Really good, really. Um, it's got, it's kind of... Um, Emotive is that the word? Uh, yeah, I think, I yeah, I think that sums it up. It's uh, it's got a lot. Of, it's got like a atmosphere about it without having to be too powerful and enigmatic. It's 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 yeah. It's just stripped back and to the point. I like it. Yeah, yeah. simple but effective. Very effective. Yeah, um, I think she could be more. Uh, voice could be marmite to some people you're either going to love her or hate her but I, I like it yeah me too so cool that that, that was that I, I'll have a go now Ema if that's okay take it I'm, away Richie I'm going to go with the missing frets now unlike you I don't prepare my speeches in advance no, I just read the emails that's <laughs> what I do fair um, so they sent an email to us. Uh, when did they send it? It was March the 5th, 2021. And they said, hey, hope all is well. We were just wondering if you could do a news post about the band, the brand, about the brand, brand. new music. Oh, yeah, the brand new music from the Missing Frets. And I saw farts. <laughs> frets. But the first time I saw farts. But anyway, tight, nothing in between. <laughs> All the information you need can be found below. Uh, sitting in a... Th- I don't... I need to know a bit about them. I don't want to... Lyrically, uh, nothing in between was recorded and co-produced with Cardinal Recording Recordings and The Missing Fret as part of their album Pipe Dreams during the spring of 2019. Okay, and released in the spring of 2020 during the beginning of the pandemic. The music video was filmed... In the winter of 2020, right before the pandemic exploded, the band held off on releasing the video until February 2021. Um, They're talking about the the video, but you're not going to be able to see the video because this is a podcast, but you will be able to listen to the music. It is a podcast, but you will be able to listen to the the tune and the tune is nothing in between by the missing friends. Enjoy. Should have built it out 
Did I say the missing yes, friends no, with their song? Uh, yeah, yeah. With their song, nothing in between. You can probably hear my dog barking. I can. Uh, great song, nice, fun song. Really like this. Um, I haven't looked on Spotify. I hope it's on Spotify because I want to put it on my playlist. It's got uh, for me. It's an uh, gives me a bit of nostalgia. It's got a nineties indie feel, feel about it. Takes me back to bands like. Um, I can't think of the name, but I, do you remember the song Brimful of Asher? Brimful of Asher. Yeah. That kind <laughs> of thing. Love that. Love it a lot. So it took me back, but it doesn't feel dated. Um it's nothing yeah, groundbreaking kind of like- in, in the in the way that they that they're playing. It's, there's nothing special, it's not, nothing you haven't heard before, but it's They've just got all the notes in all the right places and the lyrics are fantastic and it's a great, it's just a great song. Production's good. I like the solo in it. Uh, I find with a lot of music now, especially by indie artists, they can overdo the solo and it feels out of place and it's there for the sake of being there. This wasn't. It just fit in nicely. The middle eight broke up the song perfectly and it was a nice middle eight as well. Stopped it being a repetitive song. Yeah, it's simple but effect, really effective. Really good song. Loved it. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like classic British to me. I don't know, classic yeah. British rock kind of. Um, great voice. It reminds me of Jake Bug. I don't know if you know Yes, him. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, great energy, well produced. Um, I like it. Tick the box. Good. I'm glad you Thank liked it. You, you can go now. <laughs> what's your next song my next song is drastic the authentic featuring 10 miles logan with kimati hope i'm pronouncing that right c-h-i-m-a-t-i Dance all of the level, yeah. drastic 
Heenda toputa mic Right, nguva iya ndiyo yashika I've been quietly watching these rappers Vachingo ita noise Ah, boys, mira ain't come down chill My fanny's got achipera You're killing the rap game Diku wanna say Envision, rappers on a mission Not a competition Just keeping this hip-hop thing alive Kakalcha kacho kanona kids And ahuya kuzora kids I'm a skill Flexing my muscles for mic Diddy screen, yeah I'm just playing with y'all a little The realest and illest rapper from Africa to the US P-R-A-S-T-I-C-K The authentic for real The microphone is my weapon of choice Spoil for words, you never catching me slipping I'm flipping the script, switching, turning haters to believers Well, I'm here to change that. Dropping and hitting new records with intellectual raps. Vernacular, nechirungu, dino sota, just it like that. Switching like an automatic dynamic. The chingo yenda hapana anondi misa. Sandi yeze, I'm lethal. Musandi chisi endo chisi endo vundo tanyango iye wacho anojita mambo ndo donza tambo on the mic. I don't mumble, I recite. Inside a riot of lyrics, my verses will give you shivers and chills. You know it's a buka pa microphone, diri muka an animal in his territory. Radio on the yango. Chimuchinda tora jango kuputa kuchita jango da chifeke ramu hongwe anochida huya puno. Verbal assault, lyrical ranger Pa mic, dine danger versus a mangoro mera Punch lines, I drop dimes I disikize, I'm like any mic in his prime Tyson, Jordan, Jackson and Felt Total savage on the mic Hear the damage and end a couple careers I am your biggest defense Cheers to the most high for giving me this amazing talent Now I'm showing and telling, using it to my advantage The total package, I'm a completely different breed The type of rapper needed for hip-hop to truly succeed I'm taking over, you fakers, you're ready is over my jokers go via kwana hati chada funny business they got to put head to move to touch they change the game all the rappers i'm hearing the lame sounding all the same they put head to move to touch they change the game show my body nani the resting got to know they put head to move to touch they change the game all the rappers i'm hearing the lame sounding all the same they put head to move to touch they change the game show my body nani the resting got to know So that was Chimuche by Jurassic The Authentic featuring 10 Miles Logan. Now, I'm picky about rap, but like this to me was just fantastic. Um, so Jurassic The Authentic is um, an artist from Zimbabwe. Um, don't have much information on him, but like I think that's like the future rap, like that beautiful blend of languages, like just effortlessly. Um, yeah, I think this is super commercial, but... Um, it has a hint of new to it and like it just goes hard like I was like 
da- like I just dance every time I hear it. it makes me so happy um really strong hook very very catchy and I could definitely see this being a big thing is this one being sent to us by our sponsor no it is not we've had no songs from our sponsor this week um not th- so I'm kind of I've been kind of behind <laughs> um but we have an artist of the week from our sponsor. Oh, okay, got ya. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. So that'll be at yeah. the end. Yes, I agree. This is very commercial hip hop. Uh, you said it's the future of hip hop. I think this is the the past of hip hop. Um, this is uh, reminds me of the Chris Brown Usher type era of uh, hip hop. Um, oh, yeah. That's not a bad thing, though. Uh, I, you know, mm-hmm. It's kind of like R and B slash hip hop. Very commercial. And it, it was a it was a good era for music. I, it was I was out every single weekend dancing my ass off to this type <laughs> of music. So I love this. I've got nothing uh, against this. It's nice for us to have a piece of hip hop sent to the show that we can actually play because we refuse to play hip or any type of music with the n word and too much profanity because we, we've tried to be as family friendly as possible. I don't even think we've sworn in this episode so far. We might be able to send this out as the first ever episode that's not explicit but yeah we tried hey. to mm. so yeah um yeah love it so yeah if you're a hip-hop artist and you want to get heard on the show uh, and you have a family-friendly version send us that we, we'll be more likely to play that yeah yes. but yeah i love this nice call yeah. email i did i did pick this out of the um this was a recent finding i think uh i did listen to this i did mm-hmm. like it i wasn't going to bring it to the show but i was going to give them artist of the track of the day sorry yeah deservedly so but i don't need to now because they're on the show so it doesn't matter here they are so there you go uh, my next artist because that's how this works is rebecca levy Le- levi rebecca levi l-e-v-y levi no, Levi would be L-E-V-I, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, Rebecca Levy. And it says, Please find attached Rebecca Levy's brand new single, I Only Drink Champagne, Ooh. along with the artwork. Um, and that's that, that's a PR company right there. It's uh, That's all they've sent me. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. I, I tell a lie. Sorry. Ooh. For the class of 2009 pop Music meant something quite different as indie artists dominated the charts. It, well, what's that got to do with this? Um, spoken word style verse, and okay, whatever. Um, inspired by the likes of Joni Mitchell, social common Joni Mitchell social commentary, but infused with indie pop, rock, guitars, and groove. Vampire Weekend style. Do you know who Vampire Weekend is? Ooh, yes, I do. do. I like them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like this, kind of jumpy pop punk kind of. Okay, this Instagram-themed anthem is the relatable story of millennials and Gen Zers everywhere. Does it say anything about her? Doesn't say really anything about her, so we have to guess. But yeah, this is her song. Ooh. I only drink champagne. Tints and faded light, inferiority at night Make believe some smiles and laughs to get the winning photographs We all know life's not what it seems But jealousy of coloured screens breeding irrationality And so you give them what you think they want to see 
So we fight fire with fire again, romanticized rebellion. So hypocritical we know, just another way to show that your life's as interesting as mine. We've all got money, friends, and time. You know it's fake, and so do I. So why lie? Oh, you caught me taking a walk in the rain. Godly, worldly possessions, my blessings are lessons, but I wear new clothes every day. And my body is my temple, but I drink vodka for the pain. Whoops, I mean champagne. Is that mundane? My bad. champagne um I, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of this like this a lot uh, it's very quirky uh, gives me uh, reminds me of lily allen's lily allen stuff a bit um i was thinking that yeah. i love the bridge in this there's like a bridge where uh, the the drummer does a bit of a roll on the the, the rim of a snare and uh, that's that obviously as a drummer those kind that kind of boring shit's uh Stands out to me, but well, yeah, I love that. Um, she sounds she's, she's got an, an endearing, vo- a nice voice. I like her voice a lot, and she's also got a bit grit, a bit of grit to it in parts. But the grit isn't like gritty grit, like gritty. It's like a, it's like an adorable, cute grit. I, I, <laughs> don't, I hope she's not not to offend, but it, I, 
don't know if that makes sense either. Does that make sense? It's like a like a little growl kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Attitude. Yeah. Well, you, do you Great like voice. this, Nima? Do you like this? I do like this. It made me laugh. It made me chuckle. It's relatable. I love um, her words. I just yeah, love the words. It's really, home, really good. There's, she's, there's a lot of home truths well in there, isn't there? Oh, for sure. It's a great commentary on today's society. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially like, with yeah. the uh, the Instagram. I'll just you know, put, put, the, put this up for an hour and if it doesn't get over 100 odd likes, I'll take it down. For sure. Even mm. like, oh, I drink vodka. Is that mundane? What a shame. Okay, well, I, I drink, drink, I drink, I drink champagne. Like, I don't drink vodka. I, drink... <laughs> I only drink champagne. <laughs> it's uh, good. And I drink vodka for the pain. That's my excuse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, love That's that. A lot of fun. Love that a lot. Check her out. Check out all of our artists that we play. We'll leave all the Please links do. in the show notes. Do check them out. Go and show them some love. Um, if you like their work, buy their work because they're not paid by the big corporations like you are. Not you, not you. I mean the um. Not, you're not paid by the big. I mean maybe you are. I don't know. But yeah. Random. No, so yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> Okay, so, yes, uh, our, our final section, the wild card. Oh, whoa. Since we don't have a guest to flick through the emails, I'm going to have you flick through the emails for me. So I'm flicking okay. through. Just tell me when to stop. Okay, what have we got? We have um, Laura Solnicki. Laura Solnicki. I quite like that Ooh. name. That's a cool name. Hi, Richie. I hope this finds you well. It has. Has it found you well? It's found you really well. I wanted to share the new album from Toronto-based singer, composer, poet, Laura Solnicki. The the one and the other. The singer, composer and poet Laura Solnicki is praised for her boldly unique style, all about jazz. Okay. All about jazz. You like jazz? Solnicki's third album, The One and the Other, out March 12th on the, the Outside in Music label is an art-song project that mines the tension between the music and the poetry. I call these songs tone poems, says Solnicki, because they are governed and held together by a poetic logic, as well as being an offshoot of that tradition. I don't know what any of that means, if I'm being absolutely honest. So, <laughs> But it sounds fancy. It sounds like we're yeah. going to get some cool poetry. And again, maybe if like the spoken word. So yeah, this is um, so this is Laura Solnicki with her song "The Embrace," which is track one from the album "The One and the Other." Cast off one by. Damp and swathed and set with care.
Okay, so that was Laura Solnicki with uh, her song Embrace. Um, I'm going to put this on my playlist, if I can, if it's on Spotify. Because eventually this will become one of my favourite pieces of music, I think. But at the moment, as it stands right now, right this second after listening to it that first time, I hate it. And the only reason I hate it is because I don't understand it yet. Um, there's, there's too much that doesn't fit, but I know it does fit. And I need to listen mm-hmm. to it to work it out and to make it work in my mind. But mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to love this piece of music after about listen, after listening to it about probably 10 times. But even after listening yeah. to this 10 times, I'm still going to pick something new out of this every single time. Mm-hmm. Every time I ever listen to this again, and it'll be numerous times because this will go on my playlist, I'm going to pick something new out of this every time. There's so much going on. There's so much to extrapolate from it. But it's it's done so well. It's very clever. There's some amazing sounds going on there. There's, it's like, it's not just... Some really good songs produce a soundscape. This produces many soundscapes. It's like a whole world. Yeah, and it's... 
I don't understand it yet, but I want to understand it and I want to delve into it. So at the moment, I don't get it and I hate it, but I know that I'll, I'm going to learn to love it. And that's the problem with this type of music. You need you need to give you, this type of music needs to brew. It needs time to settle with you. You can't. You, most people aren't going to enjoy this type of music the first time. But the problem is that most people only listen to a song once and make their mind up on that one listen. And if it doesn't work the first time, that's it. And that's why this type of music doesn't get listened to as, as much as it should because it doesn't get the time of day that it needs, I think. But yeah, I love it. I, yeah. I don't love it, but I'm looking forward to loving it. Yeah. I Yeah, I love it. It just gives me feelings. and <laughs> I don't know what they are, but like I feel like I could just listen to that for like an hour it's like it's modern jazz I feel like she's taken something old and made it new um her voice is perfect like this song is a masterpiece you can just everything is so meticulously placed like even I think there was one breath that she takes in that whole song that was kept in like the production and you can you just know that it's for an emphasis that it's there for a reason and um again I don't think this is everyone's cup of tea but I think that those who sip that cup and they do like it, they're going to love it. They're yeah. going to absolutely love it. It's a work of art. I think you said that her voice was perfect. I didn't think her voice was perfect. I thought there was lots of imperfections in there, but I don't think that they were because she couldn't sing. She probably could sing a normal, boring song really well, but I think that they're kind of like nuances to, to the song that she, she's put there purposefully mm. and but like it was real as well I feel like she's like mixed between a bit of theatre singing and jazz singing like it was almost like two styles were in there yeah it when almost she went to the felt lower notes it almost felt improv I felt I thought yeah improv mm. I, I don't know I don't know I no. think it definitely needs to be listened to a million more times <laughs> oh yeah this, this, if I'm gonna check her out on Spotify this will go on yeah. my, my playlist so wow. people yeah go please go check her out I'm guessing a lot of people prob- probably won't but I'd encourage you to think outside the please box do. people think outside of the box many years ago I would have been in the same position just listening to the same commercial garbage and I'd have heard two minutes well 30 seconds of this turn it straight off now after doing this podcast and listening to lots of music all the time, I can now appreciate music. And and even if I don't appreciate it, I, I know that I, I will learn to appreciate the song. So whatever, do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, information do do will it. be in the show notes. Eat a, eat a bag of dicks. Eat them all up. Right, so we've listened to all the songs. I think we've come towards the end of the show. It's been fun. I've enjoyed myself. Have you enjoyed yourself, Amy? I have enjoyed myself. Thank you. And I've listened to some fantastic music today. Okay, so we're going to finish off with our Artist of the Week and your interview with our Artist of the Week, Emma, who I believe is Boy Blue, also sent to us by our sponsor, uh, who is... She is brought here by Stream on Distro um, because your music is personal and it should be treated that way. Stream on Distro Music Distribution. Check it out. So, yeah, that, we're going to play that out now. Uh, we're at the end of the show. Just want to say, I've been Richie. I've been Emer. Thanks for listening. If indeed you, you still, still are. are. Goodbye. Bye.
and welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. Uh, today I am joined by a couple of very special guests. With me I have Lisa Blue and Sean O'Connor from Boy Blue. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having us, Emma. Hi, Emma. So can I ask, how did Boy Blue come to be? Well, Sean, you want to take that? Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, Lisa and I have some mutual contacts, uh, both in Ireland uh, and in the U.S., uh, I lived in the U.S. for 12 years playing and uh, Lisa was looking for a guitar player initially just to play on some recordings. She contacted me and I said, yeah, no problem. Uh, we, we met in Dublin uh, on a couple of occasions when Lisa was over here and uh, basically she sent me the, the recordings over that she had done of some demos. And we were quite happy with the initial results, so we decided to make it a, a full-time project as opposed to just like doing a couple of songs, which was the initial plan. It's really wonderful when you can find someone that you have that natural collaborative feeling with. So perfect match. And Sean, so you you actually produced the tracks as well, do you? With the last three? Lisa yes, yeah. The way we did is uh, I will record the tracks to a certain level and then send them to Lisa. Uh, she puts her vocals on, sends them back, and then we finish them up and, and mix them. That's brilliant. So it's uh, literally a, a transatlantic effort, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Technology. Um, oh, thank goodness for it, huh? <laughs> And uh, Lisa, you're a drummer, aren't you? And a singer-songwriter. So, so cool. So how did you get started in music? And how did you get to Boy Blue? The drummer thing happened very young. And I started teaching myself really around 10 or 11. And I, I was in my first band around 12. So throughout the decades, basically, I was always the drummer. Once in a while, I would sing uh, back. Once in a while, if a cover fit my voice, I would sing the cover. If it was a cover band while playing drums, you know. Um, so then, but I had a, an injury that happened uh, that is prohibiting my leg to do what I needed to do on the kick anymore. <laughs> oh my God. It was a couple of years ago, decided I'm just going to, yeah, it's not as bad as it sounds. It just, it needs a lot of therapy. But um, mm -hmm. so I decided to pick up the guitar and start writing some songs and singing. And I was actually in school at the same time for music production. Um, wow. So a lot of this, the demos that I had given to Sean were assignments, you know, like they were specific right. assignments too. So I knew the songs weren't, anywhere near developed you know um so i knew he would be the perfect person to do it and then it just kind of started happening from there and people really liked the first song and then the second song and so here we are and you know we're just going to keep going so we make an album or two see what happens brilliant i'm very very happy to have you here it's such an amazing story um and so sean you're a well-known guitarist here in ireland um what has your life in music been like since the lookalikes um well, the lookalikes in Ireland finished up in 1982, uh, the initial band, and then I formed another band and we continued playing in Ireland. And I went to, uh, like, in the mid-80s to late 80s, the music scene was pretty much dying here in Ireland, um, as was the economy. There was a mass exodus to, to America, so I went over myself to America um, to see if I could book some dates for the band. Um, places like CBGB's and um, the Ritz, um, the bottom line. Uh, and uh, I basically booked three, more, three weeks worth of, of dates for the band. 
So we went over and played those, and they were very successful. Um, and that's when I really started to consider whether we should be in America or whether we should be in Ireland. Um, and uh, as I say, there were so many Irish in America at the time, um, as in when I say Irish, I'm talking about new, newly arrived young Irish, you know, um, I suppose between the ages of uh, 18 and 30 or whatever. Um, so we kind of had a, a ready-made audience, which was good for us, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. we went over and played and we became very successful on the New York circuit. And then we kind of branched out, started doing Boston, Cape Cod, Nantucket, and uh, a lot of work in Florida. That That's basically how, how it happened and what we did for 12 years. Then my mother got ill mm -hmm. uh, and I had to come home. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that was unfortunately a situation where I needed to take care of her pretty much full time. Mm -hmm. So I had to go mm -hmm. back to playing just weekends and stuff uh, where I could get covered for somebody to, to be here and look after my mom. And that continued up until 2009 when my mom passed away and then, mm -hmm. uh, I started playing with different people here. Mm -hmm. When I was in New York, I did a lot of session work for um, different people in various studios, but I used to do regular sessions in a studio called Electric Lady, which is famous because of the fact that Jimi Hendrix recorded his albums there. I, I recorded in lots of different studios, and I produced a couple of albums for people yeah. and played a variety of instruments. Yeah. I wanted to continue that aspect just as much as I wanted to play live. So <clears throat> I tried to mix both, you know? Yeah. Wow. Since you guys um, both produce, I suppose the, you've, you've pretty much been okay during the pandemic, have you? Like being able to make material or are you kind of feeling it? Well, it, it, we're, we're starting to feel it a little bit because it's yeah. uh, we would have several more singles out, I think, by now. Had Right. Because the process, even though we're doing it over overseas basically my end sean still has to take his end and go into the studio right um and that the, the lockdown has been hindering that but we're, we're trying to come up with alternative ways right now actually to to do that so that we can continue to record and then also eventually uh perform and do some live yeah. feeds. so brilliant we're working on it we're getting a lot of requests so yeah fantastic so i was actually just about to ask like what are the plans for boy blue the initial plan is to try and get the album completed. The initial album, uh, there will be more than one album, that's for sure. Um, it, it's just with the lockdown in Ireland, it's, it's very difficult at the moment because of travel restrictions and everything being closed, you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing we can do about that is as i say we're trying to to figure ways around it to get things done um we we have a little plan in mind um which we hope will work mm -hmm. uh and that'll involve different people and uh basically uh giving us some help and mm -hmm. uh 
we'll we'll move forward from there as soon as we get the opportunity, you know. Brilliant. Yeah, we, we're continually writing still. So even on on even though we can't record uh, together, we're still you know creating and we have songs piling up basically. <laughs> Brilliant. So I have a feeling once once the lockdown eases or once we figure out an alternative, we're going to start probably pushing out songs uh, left and right. I would think because you know, like I said, they they're lining up right now. So yeah, it's been a good time to kind of just stock up on material <laughs> if you have to find a yeah. bright side in it. <laughs> and exactly. um. So we'll be playing uh, Misty Blue. So, um, John, tell us a bit about that song. Well, Misty Blue was actually one of my first assignments for school. And I wasn't I was only supposed to have a limited limited amount of instrumentation in it. Uh, and I, so I think I was allowed three instruments. So being a drummer, I left drums out on purpose because that's what people would expect. So <laughs> yeah. I, I did keyboard and a slide and a guitar and a vocal. And that was it. And uh, it was written um, basically attributed to a bunch of family members that had been lost, you know, about 10 years prior, just that whole decade. And uh, so it was kind of, it's just written as an homage to them. And so I handed it to Sean and I said, I really think this could be something, you know, because people really liked the song, but it was so bare bones, you know, and so Mm -hmm. just undone. And uh, he took it and my opinion made a masterpiece out of it. And uh, it, it frequently gets described as very epic and dramatic and, you know, that sort of thing. So uh, people liked it. And it was our first one out the gate. And I think that uh, it kind of introduced us pretty good, you know. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm really happy to be introducing it here on the podcast. So thank you so, so much for joining us, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you both. Um, so everyone, this is Boy Blue. And here is their song called Misty Blue.
Through the clouds I cannot see But they comfort me And I see you show notes so yes yeah, so we've got do. left is our wild card but before we do that i'll need to say hello wayne how are you i'm well thanks how are you richie uh, no wayne wayne's actually connected he's just oh, is he actually here yeah he's, oh. he's not he's just not um he's not coming <laughs> wayne, what do you think of my impression <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he's laughing but we won't know because we can't hear him we can't hear you wayne so, Richie, that them there's some good listenings, huh? How about we <laughs> continue song? <laughs> <laughs> there's them done some good listening. You the artists, good, good, good <laughs> listening out there, you know. That 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 I was completely off the mark of mine. I don't know what I was. <laughs> you can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 